Hi guys, welcome to the Five Property Show. It's 9.30 Saturday morning. We are about to give away our property secrets. This is warm welcomes, turn your cold viewers into hot buyers. And this is all the tips and techniques that we use in order to go throughout the process, in order to get more money at the end and better results. So with me today in the event is uh, Andrea from the office. Morning, morning, Andrea, how are you? Morning, I'm very well, thank you. And Jimmy Mullen. Hi, Jimmy, how are you? Yeah, good morning. Um, cold and snowy this morning. Is it? Oh, it's bright sunshine down here. Yeah, <laughs> That's an advantage of living in the coast. It is sunny. <laughs> it is sunny here today, but um, a couple of inches of snow in, in Springfield anyway. Yeah. Morning, Phil. How are you? Nice to see you this morning or hear you this morning or watch you this morning, whatever it is. <laughs> Um, guys, what, what is the property market like just now? I mean, we're only at the end of January, and, and you know, how do you think it's going so far? Um, well, I just had a look at the, well, we have our, our meeting every Friday, so looking at the numbers for the Cooper and, and leaving office, 19 sales agreed um, for the office in, in January, so I think that speaks speaks volumes, you know. More importantly, um, more importantly, it's a lot more money. That's the more important thing. A lot yeah. more money, you know, let's hope it's a bumper year like last year, you know, £800,000 more for our customers over the asking price than the actual home report value. So £800,000 more, that's a lot of money to get over and above. And this is some of the things that we do in order to do that. Good morning, Danny. How are you? Good morning, Charlotte. How are you? And, and guys, um, if you want to ask questions and you, anything you want to ask, it's open, open question time. It's anything you want to ask, which you think is going to get you the best result for these property secrets. So we're going to kick off, guys. Um, I mean, there's still two months left of winter before the spring hits in March 21st. So if you're selling your five home uh, in this chilly season, it's essential to extend the warmest of welcomes to potential buyers when they visit. Clearly, we've still got social distancing, but this is the, this is the methods that we'll use all the time, day in, day out. So the sensations of comfort and joy that make you glad to be indoors is precisely how your viewers should feel when they enter your home for traipsing around from the cold. By warming their bodies and seducing their souls, they can deliver an invitation to stick around, not just forever, but all the time. And nothing else, you'll have proved that the heating works, I suppose. <laughs> That's the reality, eh? <laughs> So let's take a look at how you can capture your feeling of irresistible coziness. Uh, the Danes call it uh, hygiene uh, throughout every corner of your home. So discover how cold viewers can be turned into hot buyers, uh, compelled to contact, contact your agent, well, for the full asking price of offer and determined to make the place where you live the place they call home. This is what it's all about. So haul or nothing is probably the first one up. I'll just show you what our thoughts are on this. Um, we'll just bring this up. So winter warmers, and then we've into uh, Hall of Nothing. So to assist with enthusiastic removal of coats and shoes, empty some of the hooks and clear some of the floor space to encourage the viewers to make themselves at home. I mean, is that the initial things we should do? Uh, you know, what else is there? I would say um, what, my, my comments to, to to clients when I'm out to value their property is, is finding the right balance. Obviously, you don't want to look at cluttered and, and everywhere, but ultimately, I would say 95% of the people are going to be buying that house is going to be their home. So you do need it, as you said, to be warm and sort of have 
what I would say, have the family photos of the good times in that house. So they make them get that warm and fuzzy feeling when they enter the property as well. One of the things I would say is to have the, the property smelling nice. You may not notice <laughs> your own smells about the house, but animals, pets, um, you know, if you've got a dog, you won't notice your own dog's smell, but other people coming into the house will. And that goes for the garden area as well. Make sure that the back garden's clear of any remnants <laughs> from the dog. So exactly you know i i went to see her, you you guys know i went to see a client a couple of weeks ago and and I, I i just had to tell them really that's where it came out i just had to tell them what the issue was and you you were absolutely right it was what you had said uh, andrea uh, and then i felt at that time um uh, you know will things change but i tell you what the last couple of days ago i went around their house to actually do the pre-launch and i went like wow i was blown away this house had moved from you know house of horrors to absolute beauty beauty absolutely gorgeous so inviting when you first came in the front door everything was nice clean tidy um it, it was just that first in first impression counts i mean you never get a first a, a, a second time to create a first impression do you really no no you don't and that's why it's worth putting that little bit more effort into it but i think as jimmy said you have to remember at the end of the day it's not a show house that you're going to see if you want to see a show house you go to a new build where nobody's actually living in it remember that people this is someone's home they have to survive in it and during this period of lockdown it's obviously it's their, their home school it's their work it's their home it's their leisure space so things may not be exactly the way you want them if it was your home but just take that little moment to remember the circumstances at the moment and people are trying their best you know, i had a similar experience to you once jim at a, a property where they were expecting i think the due date was two days time from when i went out and seen them um and they had a young one that was two years old i believe and when we went into the lounge it was sort of open plan kitchen lounge they rammed a like a cushion like a foot, footstool in between the in between the two sofas to stop the to stop the dog and the little one getting into the kitchen there was toys toys everywhere then it comes to the day that we'll get the photos going and oh my god it it was like a show home it was amazing and that one actually went to closing date just shows you that time and effort to to make the little differences work it's all these wee things it's that first impression when you walk in the door i talk to a lot of people about air fresheners i say get the gel scented air fresheners you know the peel off back ones that you get at home bargains so yep. nip down to home bargain, 75 pence for three of them, get two packs, uh, open them up, stick them behind your front, uh, your, your doors and, and every single room um, and get lavender. Lavender is the key here because the first thing that is everybody's programmed from the adverts is comfort and Lenore. It's all about lavender. And sometimes it's the summer fresh and summer breeze. So they actually they actually do all the work for you beforehand and they condition people at that smell is associated with freshness and cleanliness as a result of that. So that's the smells that you should follow um, when you actually go to do viewing. So you try to recreate that as well as a result. Uh, and, and it's that waft when you come in the front door of the heat as well. So if it's a really, really cold day outside and somebody's coming in for the first time, if they get that waft of heat, it comes to, the, to them as they walk in the front door. I mean, you just, you get it yourself, don't you? When you walk in, you just feel, ah, oh, home. You, you get that feeling, don't you? Yeah, you don't need, yeah. I mean, you just you do it yourself on your own. So think about what it's like for you 
And then think about if you can recreate that for someone else. That's the exact same feeling. So again, how does it feel when you walk in the front door from a long winter's walk or that trip to the freezing cold shop or on a busy day at work? Uh, you put the key in the lock, you open the front door and the warm feel of air blows in your face straight away. Wow. And you think to yourself and take off your coat and shoes and you exhale and you just go, ah, absolutely beautiful. And then as you head into the kitchen, put the kettle on, happy in the knowledge that you're in, a, in, in for a toasty evening. That's the feeling to create for someone else when they come in to view your property. It's not rocket science, folks. But we tend to miss all these wee, wee, these small things, the small things that make the fundamental difference, the touch points all the way through the process that make that difference in getting people, wait a minute, this is where I want to stay. This is what it's all about. So start with a greeting as welcome as Santa. You know, guys, what's the first thing everybody should say when they come in the door? How are you? Welcome. <laughs> Where's my present? <laughs> get your mask on and get your gloves on and make sure you've got a sanitizer there. <laughs> I think we um, discovered from December, Andrea, when I met Santa, that you was on the naughty list, so you don't need to worry about that. <laughs> and, and listen, put your outdoor lamps on, put your hall light on, on a timer, you know, whatever it is, with some simple automation, you'll never fail to present a daily come inside glow that minute the dusk begins to fall. A lot of people actually forget that. They actually don't put the lights on the house. So get every single light on your house because I'll tell you, there'll come a time and and when you're viewing halfway through where you've got the sun beating through the window and you're going, yes, this is going to be excellent. And then the cloud comes in and all of a sudden the sun disappears and the room goes dark and the person goes, oh, it's a bit dingy in here. But if you've got the lights on, regardless, you know, that, that compensates straight away because you never lose that sort of light. So, you know, that's another key to do. And, uh, to do. So inside, make sure the temperature encourages viewers to stay and savour your home rather than scurry about with their arms wrapped tightly. And it's like, oh, geez, I would never want to take my coat off in here because it's absolutely Baltic. You know, if you've got a property that's empty, turn up early. Put the heating on for 15 minutes. Get the place warmed up. If you've got a, if you've got a gas fire or something like that, switch the thing on. I'll tell you what I've done before is I put the cooker on. I quickly switch the cooker on in the kitchen with a gas hob and then just get the, the kitchen nice and cosy. Then I switch it off when they arrive. So when they walk into the kitchen, it's like, oh, wow, this is really, you know, that's really inviting. So there's another wee, a wee tip that you can make that difference in that touch point. So for the, for the enthusiastic removal of coats and shoes, you need to make room for the coats and shoes to go. So empty some hoops and clear some floor space to make it easy for your potential buyers and themselves to see themselves at home. That's really what it comes down to. So is that the initial impact, guys? Or, you know, what about carriage? What about front front door? You know, what should be at the front door here? The front's really important as well. Uh, you know, a neatly kept garden. Um, if the property's got a driveway that it's, it's a decent enough size that people can actually get a car in. I have a property next to me where I live that's been up for sale with a, another company for well over a year now. And they have two cars in their driveway, but the driveway's not long enough for one of the cars and it sticks out onto the pavement. And, you know, that would put me off straight away. away. Yeah. Highlights that so, problem straight away. It tells anybody coming to view the property, it's like, I'll never get two cars in this drive. And yet yeah. their cars might be huge in comparison to the, the cars that the other yeah. person's got. But that impression's yeah. left straight away. That's your first impression. 
I'm mm -hmm. not buying this house. That's basically what somebody's going to say. Yeah. I would, I would say as well, a lot of people do a drive-by before they come and see the property. So just because the vid, you know you've not got a viewing scheduled for tomorrow, rush around and get it all nice and tidy for the viewing, people are constantly looking on Facebook at your property or online at your property. So you never know when your buyer is going to be doing a drive-by to look at the area or look from the outside of your house. So it's key to as soon as the first day that you're going to be advertising it, wherever that may be, that it's just as best as you can get it from every single day, basically. Yeah. It's, well, I mean, that's it's, the advantage of snow, isn't it, that everybody's front garden looks the same. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is a lot of pressure on someone to actually keep that up. So don't feel obliged to do that all the time. But at the end of the day, this is just a top tips to make that fundamental difference. I mean, I've often had people just drive by after seeing the property on the internet. And then, you know, we've been we've managed because they've sent something to us. So we've managed to contact them, says, sorry, I've done a drive by. I just didn't like it from the front. Uh, straight away and i'm thinking wait a minute what put you off there because you loved the photographs you loved the description that we did so you, everything that we did was perfect and then you drove by and it's like wow switch off just like that we had someone like that yesterday who had an appointment for a property beautiful property uh they drove four hours to come down for an appointment drove by an hour and a half before the appointment and decided this is not what we thought it was and and cancelled their appointment so yeah. it's a shame. So they don't know what they're <laughs> yeah, curb appeal is everything. I mean, we've done a video on this before as well about the five top tips for to get that instant curb appeal. So if you ever get a chance, check out our YouTube channel. We've got that. I might actually put it in the link as well in here um, if you want to have a look at that. So um, it's actually top tips to get the best curb appeal, to get the best uh, the best frontage, to get that and most inviting and welcoming approach to it. Um, I'm going to say a couple of good mornings. Good morning, Anne Marie. How are you? Uh, yeah, Anne Marie absolutely agrees. It's all about first impressions. Uh, good morning, Karen. Yep, great ideas. The little things that can change it from a house to a home. I mean, essentially, that's it. I mean, we're not selling a house. We're selling a home. A house is a thing. A home is a lifestyle. And that's essentially what we sell. We sell lifestyles. We sell dreams. We sell what you really want and we'll we'll give it to you. You tell us what you want, and we'll give it to you. We will find that for you. We will give you that. That is our job. We are in the business of making somebody's dream happen, ultimately. You know, helping your marriage life as it happens is our tagline. You know, ultimately, that's what we do, isn't it? Yeah, they try and make it, obviously, try and get you to your dream home, if that's what it is that you're moving on to your next one, which probably it will be and trying to make it as stress-free as possible as well and along along the way so you just need to worry about when we're coming in to do get it ready and then hopefully not long after that if we're just to saying we've got this offer do you want to accept it that's it eh? i mean it's it's amazing what's gone so far um the one on new year's day that we launched uh, was away in two weeks yeah and then the other one the now at melville terrace um away in seven days is that right yeah yeah, yep. less than a week. It's like, so they're coming on and they're going off, but they're not just going for any amount. They're going for record amounts. You know, that's the reality. But it's painting that dream. And, and, and this is it. This is key. It, this is what our customers do. They listen to us exactly what we are telling you now is what we tell them to get the best results. So let's jump on to the lounges of love. <laughs> so not everyone has an open eye or, or, or an open or real flame fire. But for those of you that do, it's time to put to work. I mean, when I went round to High Street in Pitlessie yesterday, the fire was crackling. 
And I, you know, it was, oh, I could have just sat there all day. Uh, but if you're if you're around shortly before viewings, be sure to leave the fire lit so it's crackling and popping and readiness for your visitors. Or ask your agent to arrive early and set the scene for you. I mean, that's key as well about asking your agent to arrive early and set the scene for you, isn't it? Yeah. Um, well, I had, a, I had a client um, who sold a couple of properties for him, both empty, actually. But every single time he would take it upon himself, actually. I said, look, we got a viewing schedule for XY. He said, don't worry, I'm going to be around there. I'm going to get it looking XYZ, and I'm going to make sure the heaters are on for two hours beforehand. Oh, he, was, he had a lot of free time on his hand, but um, he always made sure that it was warm and everything was set smelling nice looking as as good as it could for people coming around but that's also the case for if people can't be there that getting your agent to do that and help because you never know the that one person coming through the door could be a buyer so you need to give it every chance to to be that one basically andrea what's your thoughts on this you see me deeply thinking there crackling <laughs> fires yeah crackling <laughs> fires i mean is this is that does that do it for you a crackling a crackling fire I think for me, just a warm house and and the smell is most important. I, I, I do remember going into a house and the people were great fans of very strong curries. And I don't like curry, but I'm sure a lot of people do, but I, I could hardly breathe in the house. So I think there has to be a bit of sensitivity that um, you have to just be a wee bit more thoughtful about planning your menus around days where you're going to have viewings. Um, and that's why it's important that we people don't ask for short notice viewings. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm available in half an hour. Can I view the property? No. <laughs> no, and, and that's it. And, and it's key as an agent to understand your client's needs. You know, that's it, really. If you know that that probably is what's going to happen, then you deliberately delay that in order to in order to make sure that the property is in the best condition and actually not put pressure on your, your customer as well. I mean, it's often it's like, oh, can you do a viewing tomorrow or could you do it today? And it's like, wait a minute, I'm not even ready. And it's like your 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 property sale ends up a property nightmare because you're constantly getting pressured by your agent to actually get somebody through the door at the drop of a hat. And it's like, oh, my God, I've got to run about and, you know, <laughs> sort all my, all my house out in, in, in the last minute. And it's like it's it becomes so stressful. So the key here is when doing viewings is to make sure the viewing is either done within after 24 hours or 48 hours after the event. So it gives the so it gives you plenty of time. So don't don't try to do viewings at the drop of a heart unless it's absolutely necessary, because then it puts you under pressure as a viewer, as a seller to actually do viewings and actually tidy the house out in a winner. So just, you know, if you can give it 24 hours, if you can give it 40 hours before you do the viewing, then fantastic. Don't try and do all at once because it does put you under pressure. Again, to combat those darker days, as I said, or the longer nights, turn your side lamps on and check to ensure they're radiating a soft and mellow light. Um, I've actually got white light right throughout my house, so it's natural daylight. So when you put the lights on, it actually people don't actually notice that the lights are on it actually looks like the daylight outside because it doesn't have any yellow or blue or any tint to it at all it actually you see all the natural colors on the walls on the cabinets and everything and everything looks bright as well as a result so daylight bulbs are actually a good addition to what you want to do sometimes the warm bulbs actually are a bit they're a bit too warm they look make everything look yellow so that's another thing I would say, you know, watch out for that because if it, it ends up looking yellow, it, it ends up looking maybe a bit dim 
and uh, possibly on the on board on the line of or dirty, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so me and, a bit of nicotine, doesn't it? That yeah, that uh, you've hit the nail on the head. That's kind of what I was thinking. It does actually remind you uh, sort of smoke and nicotine. Um, and and if that doesn't combine with the with the smell that you want to recreate as a result, therefore you don't get that to happen. I mean, when you have a roaring fire, you have the immediate you have the immediate smell of the of the wood and the coal, mm -hmm. and that just that just conjures up images in everybody's mind straight away of just coziness and relaxation and sitting that sitting around a campfire, I suppose. You know, so it, it it invokes all these warm memories in people's minds about what they remember as a result of that. Never, I didn't cut that, by the way, because it makes look like I'm doing loony. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not wanting you slicing and dicing that bit where I'm going like that. Don't <laughs> <laughs> This boy's crazy. <laughs> um, so it means it means bulbs for warm white and soft tones rather than uh, uh, rather than the stark interrogating room for fluorescent. So you know, watch out for for fluorescent lights. You know, that's not what light daylight light is. Okay, fluorescent lights are actually quite fluorescent lights. Actually, um, I think they resonate at different hertz. You know, a different. Um, uh, so actually, it's quite irritating on that the eye, but you don't realise it's quite stressful. I think one uh, of the things about remembering about lighting in houses is that. When you go to show, you know, you maybe put a light on in a, a cupboard or whatever, and the light doesn't actually work. You know, you go to put the front porch light on and it doesn't work. <laughs> Make sure all your light bulbs are in working order. That that tells a tale, doesn't it, as well? I mean, that is a real good point, Andrea. The first thing I'll say to everybody is make sure every single light bulb is working. And don't, for goodness sake, put a yellow and a white light bulb in the same, in the same lamp. It's like it just shows straight away that, there's no attention to detail. So if that's, I always say to people, it's like the old adage, um, used to be told, uh, you know, during the war in my time, <laughs> in the olden days, um, uh, you used to be told when you went to see a car, for every fault you see in that car, there'll be another two faults that you can't see. And I think to a degree, I tell that with people as house owners, for everything, it's, it, it, it's just out of place that a viewer sees They'll, they'll, they'll get the impression there's two things that they can't see. Um, so the key is to make sure that everything they see is actually right and, it's, and it is what it is. And it is the actual, if you've got two bulbs, make sure they're the same type of bulbs, the same colour, you know, bulbs in, the, in, in your lamp. If, if, if you've got one of these uh, ceiling lights on um, where you've got several bulbs on it, make sure they're all the right colour. It does make a fundamental difference. It does it, it, in people's minds. Now, uh, also, now turn your couch into armchairs. Uh, do they, do, I mean, think about this as well. Do they call you to sink into the upholstery or do they encourage you to stand when you see the actual couch? A chunky net throw over a sofa is, an inviting, is inviting to fall into its comforting arms. While a simple cushion can turn an empty chair into a snug reading or whiskey spot. You know, that's it really as well. I mean, furniture is key in the lounge as well, isn't it? Yeah, um, definitely, I would say. Well, I think as soon as you walk into a, a lounge, you can tell whether you, you'll know yourself. When you look in there and you think, God, that looks so that, that You can tell by just looking at it whether you're going to sink to it or it's going to be a bit a bit, bit firmer. You think, oh, I'll just sit on, the, sit on this little one on the side or little footstool, whatever it may be. So... And I would say it's key not to have a sofa way too big, which is taking up the whole room, so it makes it look in really small as well. So um, I think you've got to find the right balance. 
and, and probably if you have young children, it's make sure you just wipe everything down, you know, because I know what it was like, you know, rusks and, you know, everything over the sofas and everything like that. It's like, just wipe everything down. Because then if they get to the end and, and it's almost like you get a conversation with them and they, they sit down and it's like, they're thinking, where do I sit down on the sofa? It's like, no, you're all right, pal, I'll just stand. Um, you, you never want to create that impression. So just think about that as another process. If, the, if, the, if you end up sitting down with them or they end up talking, I mean, talking's a good thing because if they start to talk to you as a buyer and a seller, you're opening the channels of communication. Therefore, they're really interested. Lots of questions as well is a good thing as well. Don't view questions as actually confrontational. It's actually a good thing. They want to know more about the property because they're really interested in the property. So if you get questions from a, your buyer, it, you know, jump for joy. You know, welcome those questions. And what to say when you when they say these questions is reflect it back to them. So if somebody says to you, you know, what is the attic like? Okay, um, so what you're saying to me is the attic, and then you reflect it back to them and then talk about the attic. So these are all things to reflect back and actually use it to your advantage. Uh, Phil actually says quite a good point. Uh, put a lump of peat on the fire. Um, you know, peat is actually, it's quite a, I, I don't know if Pete will object to that or no. <laughs> 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 if, there, if there's any peats out there, I'm very sorry. We're not talking about you. We're just talking about peat as in out of the bog. <laughs> so then this takes us then nicely on to the next one, which is, um, you know, kitchen comforts. So kitchen comforts. I mean, winter vegetables and pumpkin squashes in particular, a glorious presence on your work surfaces are of nature's very own works of art. So, I mean, you know... Um, Kitchens are a one big thing. So pop a uh, butternut squash on your worktop and try saying it doesn't make a difference because it does. Just uh, it, or, or something that looks actually quite um, contrast to what the worktop is so it stands out. Um, winter vegetables and squashes and pumpkins in particular have a glorious presence and nature's very own works of, 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 of delicious and edible art. Uh, but why stop there? Stand, stand a winter recipe book behind them. You know, that's another thing to do. Um, and also with um, stunning colours and, uh, and, 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 and pages and pictures and, and that as well. With a simple stroke, you'll conjure um, imagery in your viewers' minds of a snug winter evening with hearty stews, soups, uh, conversations and laughter. Uh, and if you've been thinking of, of baking an apple and a cinnamon crumble, uh, but we're holding off for the right occasion, the perfect moment to fill your home with the delicious aromas is probably just before viewing. I mean, what would be your impressions of? I mean, cinnamon's a good one, eh? Cinnamon's yeah. great. You know, mulled wine and all those things make <laughs> rooms feel really welcome. Uh, and and this, there, you can get candles and things that will give off those scents, but, you know, not a lot of people, you know, if you've got young children, you don't want to be having candles about. But, um, yeah, I think it, it's, it's quite a good idea. I don't know if I would be able to bake and have my house tidied again in time and I would probably eat all this <laughs> stuff before people got there but yeah but kitchens give their first impression as well isn't it because there's a lot you know that you spend a lot of time in the kitchen so really the first thing I'll say to everybody is clear make sure the clutter is clear as much as possible on the worktops that's the key here make sure you've no for me personally I don't like uh, plastic uh, plastic um, basins Sitting in a sitting in a basin itself, I actually think you should put that in the cupboard and actually have the stainless steel basin sitting there um, on its own. And and you know, things like um, I've, I've actually walked into a house as well and seen rusty old um, uh, racks for keeping your dishes on. You know, and they're, they're, all the all the plastics peeling off them 
you know, all the all the coatings peeling off. And and it just, you know, it just gives the wrong impression, if that makes sense. Um, and it's just that wee thing that'll put people off. I'd say you got um I'd say you got to not judge, but what sort of buyer is coming into your house? Is it a young family? Is it uh, an older couple? And you got to judge or or perceive where they're going to be spending their most time in their house. And you've got to lead them to that room, the, the, the future room, where they're going to be spending the most time and making sure it's looking the best presentable, i.e. if it's the kitchen, it's open plan, where the family are going to be spending all the time. Well, like the one at High Street Pilesi, where it's got the kitchen and the dining area and the conservatory leading off into the back garden. That's going to be the feature of the house. So getting that looking presentable for the where the family's going to spend their time, where the kids are going to be running in the back garden is is key. Or if it's going to be the lounge where they're going to be spending most of the time, having the fire crackling, etc. You got to um, make sure they're all looking, all, all the rooms are looking as best they can, but it's leading to the buyers to what's going to be the key room or the family room or the room. They're what's the be best advice for the kitchen then? Me personally, I would like to see pretty much clear worktops as much as possible um just so people can see what room they've actually got to work with um because well my kitchen's a complete opposite to that but um to give them a space to know what they're doing because a lot of people right now especially in lockdown a lot of people you probably see it oh look what i've made look what i've made a lot of people are getting into cooking now and showing people what they can do so i would say clear clear worktops is is probably the best thing and just clean and and simple really it doesn't you don't need to overthink it it's it is it is easy to do just clear cleared and clean basically I would, yeah I mean, I coffee. sorry jim i would almost agree with that jimmy but i think it's good for people to be able to go into a house and actually see it as it's potentially going to be when they're there and that it's got you know if you see every work talk clear, I mean, that is not a normal house. <laughs> no, <laughs> I can't think when I've been in a house like that. You think, how can you live like that? You know, where do the people keep all their stuff? You know, does nobody get any mail? You never see a bit of mail lying about on the worktop or, um, you know, the the, the, the hairbrush or the, the dog's lead. We push everything in the cupboard before you arrive. <laughs> I know, but then, <laughs> so we do it. So that's why you get told don't open that cupboard because it'll just yeah. fall over you. <laughs> I think that there's a very fine balance between showing that you've, you know, if it's too cluttered looking, you're proving that you've not got enough storage space to having it absolutely nothing about show that it's not a house that can be easily lifted. It's not a home. Yeah. Yeah, economic layout as well of a kitchen is quite good. So mm -hmm. it's actually being able to actually understand where people think, okay, there's where I'm going to prepare everything, there's where I'm going to cook everything, and there's where I'm going to get everything from, like the fridge. So it's that sort of layout and design um, of a kitchen. Uh, so the ergonomics of the kitchen to make that work for the person that wants to. Because, you know, some people want to have a kitchen, they buy it just for the kitchen because the kitchen is yeah. the wow factor. So, you know, as well, it makes sure your kitchen is all obviously clean and tidy. You know, I'm, and I'm talking about simple things, just like door handles, um, the front of the cupboards. It's often, I mean, you, you often now and again, you just don't see it, but you, you get splashes on your cupboards now and again, and you think, I'm going to clean that up, but eventually you just leave it, and and it, and it just stays there. But, but it's actually not intrusive enough to actually be noticed, but someone walking in for the first time will probably actually notice it, because that's the things that they're looking for. 
the you know when I often walk around a house for the first time, I actually go wow 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 oh wow, and then the seller comes back to me and says, you know, oh but there's a problem there and there's a problem there and there's a problem there and there's yeah. a problem there, and I'm like what? I never saw that, you know, and only because you've pointed out that now I see it. So you know maybe that's no something you should be doing as a seller, you know, um, pointing out all the things that are wrong with your house. Um, it's all about letting the uh, buyer go around and let them experience the house and then reflect back on to them what they've already seen and what they like about the house. Yeah, I would I would agree with you and I agree with Andrea. You got to find the right balance of of it of it being at home, but then giving the people that are viewing the chance to see what they could do with the property as well. That's why I say about clearing the property as much as possible because you got to find the right balance. Um, for buyers and sellers, because obviously the sellers still need to live there and be able to live day to day, you know? Yeah, and especially if you've got a dining kitchen as well, it's really good to have a separate dining table. If you've got some sort of flower arrangement, then, you know, stick it in. Or a bowl of nice fruit. You know, a bowl of nice colourful fruit, but make sure your fruit is actually, um, it's not overripe and it doesn't <laughs> stink. Or, or there's no rotten one in there. You know, you know often uh, your bananas aren't black. I know, I know. You know, listen. Bananas are supposed to be black, and that's the best, and it gives you the most nutrient and all the rest of it, and fine. But if they are, stick them in a cupboard because they do give off a pungent smell when they're like that, and they also just don't look very inviting because everybody's conditioned to think bananas should be almost a green yellow color, and that to them is fresh when that's actually not. That's not even ripe at all. So when you come to flower arrangements, you mean a self-raising flower and plain flower? <laughs> I did a nice flower arrangement for you. There's my self-raising flower. There's my plain flower. <laughs> yeah, Phil said a couple of things. Uh, Phil, yep, clear clear areas gives impressions of larger rooms. Exactly, Phil. That's really what it comes down to as well. If you've got an old dog bed sitting in the corner or a cart bed in your in your kitchen, which a lot of people have then, you know, put it out in the garage for a while or put it in the shed um, just so it's out the way because it gives us a pungent smell. You don't notice it because you live with it every single day. So, again, these are just little touch points that make that fundamental difference. Um, okay, so let's move on then to the bathrooms. So the bathrooms, guys, um, you know, timber and textiles are your friends. Uh, they can transform the look and feel... Uh, 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 the acoustics of your bathrooms from a hard and echoey space to a soft and soothing one. So what's your top tips for bathrooms? Keep it clean. <laughs> That's the most important thing. I think people and apart from that, what's your top tips for bathrooms? <laughs> <laughs> if, there, if you've got um, any silicon that's maybe showing a little bit of mould or, you know, uh, anything growing on it, just rip it out and put in new silicon, make sure the tiles are really clean. The shower screens uh, or screens above the bath, make sure they're not got soap ingrained into them. Uh, and the, the scum and everything all, all actually yeah. ingrained into it. I mean, yeah. often a lot of people think you can actually kind of take that out, but a wee cleaner's tip, um, get actual washing up liquid and get a, get a scouring pad. You know, so if you put washing up like on a scouring pad and it's and it's uh, and it's a glass screen, um, <laughs> then you can actually take it off quite easily um, with that. Um, if it's a if it's a perspex screen, it's a wee bit more difficult, but it can be done with just a wee bit more gentle action. Um, you know, I, I'll be honest; I used to be a cleaner. 
<laughs> in, my early, in my teenage years, I was a cleaner and all these wee top tips. I'll tell you another one for stainless steel for your kitchen, baby oil. It takes all the blemishes out of your stainless steel in your kitchen, baby oil. So you just take a wee bit on a, on a kitchen roll and uh, on baby oil and just wipe it over your stainless steel and everything looks perfect. Mm -hmm. And also you get that smell as well when somebody walks in. So it's a wee, it's a cleaner's trick, you know, for, for new build properties. Actually, just put baby oil on your stainless steel and it takes all the blemishes out. Anyway, let's go into the bathrooms. Uh, the one for me, the biggest one for me all the time is is the dirt in the, in the seals and the grout. It's, it's every single time. It's amazing. Now, uh, bleach, all you need to do, a lot of people say, oh, I'm going to have to grout the whole thing again. It's like, no, you don't. If you just put bleach on it, it typically gets rid of it all and it turns all your grout white again. Um, it doesn't so much do it with the um, the sealant in the bath. So it's it's worth just investing that wee bit of time, just a morning or an afternoon, uh, take the seal out of your bath and then put a new white seal in. Uh, that's all you need to do. White or clear, depending on what you've got in your bath. Um, and put masking tape at top and bottom before you do it so it doesn't actually spread over everything. These are the wee tricks. <laughs> <laughs> You're nodding your head, Andrea, because you've done that as well. Yeah. Yeah. So masking tape at top and the bottom before you start, then run your bead right along there. Uh, take, your, take your finger and just wet it and then rub it right along and it gives you that perfect taste. When, so when you take off your mask and tape, you've got that perfect smooth edge and it looks brilliant. It actually gives that it gives that impression to people that you've actually done it, you've actually paid attention to detail. So nice, clean, white, sparkly bathrooms is what you need. Another one as well is flash. Flash is a big one, pine flash. Um, and, and the smell of flash gives everybody the distinct impression that everything's clean and fresh. I've walked into bathrooms at Luke Boggin, to excuse the phrase, right? But I tell you what, just the smell of flash gives that impression that it's actually cleaner than you think. Yeah. It, it's, it's, in, it's, it's conditioned into us for continuous adverts all the time. So that's one of the things. If you've got a rattly fan, Make sure the fan doesn't rattle anymore when you switch it on, because it just gives it gives the old impression of something is broken down, you know. And my house, your house is broken down as well, all because of a fan, which effectively costs you twenty five pound to buy off a, off the internet to replace. A lot, people, a lot of people have the extractor fans are quite dusty and dirty as well. Just get them clean as well, and I would say get the windows open in the bathroom as well to get the fresh air in and make sure it's clear as well is the two bits i would be focusing on and for god's sake don't use the bathroom before somebody's about to arrive <laughs> strike a match <laughs> not too early though or something might explode <laughs> the other thing that i would say is that i've been on quite a few viewings where people have actually tested the flush on the toilet yeah so make sure your toilets are in working order and water pressure as well is a big thing for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. that actually, you, you could switch the yeah. shower on for a wee while, could have switched the tap on for a wee while, you know, just to give that, you know, just give them an impression about what, what the water pressure is. If you have, um, uh, what's the other things? Your flooring. Make sure your flooring isn't old and mouldy. You know, that's another thing. If you've got a carpet in the, in the, in the bathroom and it's all tattered and it's stinky, you know, just take the carpet up and put a bit of lino in. You know, a bit of vinyl. It'll be, it'll be a, it'll, I'll tell you what, it'll transform your bathroom overnight. You know, just a bit of laminate effect lino. 
That's all you need for the cost of that. And, and your bathroom will be transformed into, you know, and actually, actually in everybody's minds. Um, and the distinct impression, if you have carpeting that goes on your toilet seat and actually round your toilet, you know what I mean? Yeah, everybody used to do it years ago. You know, yeah. if you've got them, please get rid of them. Because, they do, <laughs> you know, they just didn't look right. It's old-fashioned. And I, I, I know you like it, and I know you love it. But for the purpose of the exercise, put it in a cupboard, put it out the way, make everything look nice and fresh. Don't give anybody an imp The distinct thing here is don't give anybody a reason to look somewhere else and to focus on something else. They're here to see your house. They're not here to see your, your wonderful tapestry carpet that you've actually put on the floor and you, you actually think it's wonderful when it's actually garish and horrible you know, to everybody else. Because that's the first thing they'll talk about and that's the first thing they'll think about and they won't think about anything else except that. So you need to make sure you don't have things that will distract people when they're viewing. Uh, I'm not saying sanitise your whole house top to bottom with magnolia and white skirts and facings. What I am saying is just these are all tiny wee things that you can accommodate for at the time. Hence the reason why I say preparation is a key and give yourself some time between organising the viewing and when you're doing the viewing. Would you recommend... Um, changing a bathroom suite if it's avocado or wild sage or pampas to a white suite. Do you Take think advice from your estate agent. That's really what it's down to. Is that going to add the value to selling your house? Is it going to make your house more saleable? Is it going to open up to a bigger market as well? There's a, there's a pluses and minuses. Sometimes I'll say to people, um, well, to be honest, for the what you're going to do and what you're going to disrupt, and when somebody else is going to come in, you know, they're probably going to change it anyway. Or if it's a buy-to-let, it, it could be a different thing. If it's a if it's a retirement person, it could be a different thing. So it depends on who the viewer is and what market you're hitting will depend on the advice I would give you um, or anybody else or any of us would give you in order to ascertain if it's worth doing it or not. Yeah? Um, Phil's got, got some good points here. Phil says, uh, you know, good uh, matching fluffy towels. That's really a, a good one as well. An old horrible towel um, draped over your radiator um, it just doesn't look great. Eh? Um, so again, put it in a cupboard. Just put it out of the way. Um, but if you've got nice fluffy towels, it gives that right impression. So I bought a set of towels, especially for selling my house, and I warned down nobody to actually use them. So they were only put out on the days of viewings. Ah, but you had a fantastic estate agent, didn't you? I did, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be me then. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, the, you know, with the tiled surfaces, chrome accessories and bright white fittings, bathrooms can feel sometimes feel clinical and cold, remember. That might that, that might be a welcome respite from hot summer days, but the winter months uh, require a warmer touch and a warmer feel throughout. So, <laughs> be, believe it or not, I, you, your bathroom should be tailored to the season as well. Um, so, timber and textiles are your friends here. As purveyors of romance and comfort, their, their presence can transform and look, the look and feel and acoustics of your bathroom, turning a hard and echoey space into a soft and soothing one. Okay, so wood goes with everything and its grain and tone will enrich any setting and style. Bamboo, bamboo bath shelves uh, look brilliant when they're loaded with soaps and lush and amber um, uh, medicine bottles, while an oak uh, duckboard in front of the shower makes a chic alternative to a soggy, a soggy mat. Um, so there's there's different things that, that can go with different moods in, in, in a bathroom, and it will make a fundamental difference. Kitchens and bathrooms sell a house. You know, a lot of people are actually just now, they're doing uh, uh, greys in the bathroom, 
they're doing these, you know, these uh, Art Deco tiles. Um, I mean, they're of the now, but I'll tell you, in ten years' time, they'll be old. They'll be they'll be dead. Um, people will just go, "Jeez, oh, I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to rip that out." And yet today they look absolutely beautiful. Yeah, I would say. Um, I would say. Um, to make the property, you could say, a livable, two most key, key key things. If you need to be able to cook in a house, you need to be able to wash in a house. So they're going to be the two things that are most important or people are going to change if they come into a house. So as you say, Jim, it depends on the seller and what market you're hitting, whether you put in new ones as such or you leave them as such or leave them until let the buyer decide. But it's also the two key selling points or probably I would say the two most important rooms of a house um, yeah. when it goes to the market to make them look the best. I mean, when you see the folded, folded fluffy towels and the, you know, the that's the luxurious texture. This, you know, if you've got uh, bathrobes as well, make sure they're nice, the fluffy bathrobes. Don't look old hanging things on the back of your doors. Put them in a cupboard again if that's the case. Um, you know, put up, put up something that looks like spa quality. You've maybe nicked out the spa, to be honest. I've got, I've got one in uh, I've got one from Italy. <laughs> Um, you could even put in some special sets of, of, of um, you know, bath uh, salts and uh, uh, bailiffs, you know, um, uh, soaps and stuff like that. You know, all the different luxurious soaps. You know, don't put an old, you know, half-used soap sitting, you know, melted over your over your sink. Uh, clean it up or put it in the bin or something like that, you know, so it's, it doesn't put anybody off. Remove any bathroom products and, 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 and garnish bottles or tubes. Um, I mean, you know, you've got you got an old an old tube of Colgate or something like that, and it, it just just I uh, well, you, you know, you're laughing and you know straight away, Andrea, don't you? It just yeah. looks horrible. And you, if you've got your toothbrushes in a in a cup, which is you've been using for years, and the cup looks all mouldy and all frosty, and it's like, oh, geez, it's just like, oh no, it just gives the wrong impressions. So Bayless and Harding and Joe Malone soaps and stuff like that, that all gives the right impression of luxury for stuff. Um, we're going to come on now to the sleeping sanctuaries. So we'll, we'll talk about sleeping sanctuaries. So bedrooms, when it comes to the dream bedroom, you know, really what it comes down to, it's remarkably easy to create a seductive inner sanctum, no matter how minimalistic or maximalistic your lifestyle. The simple act of laying a thick blanket or throw across the bottom half um, of the bed will instantly spice up your bedroom's allure with bonus points for a couple of woven cushions in front of your in front in the front of your pillows. Uh, you know, some people put pillows in their bed and you can't even get in your bed. You've got to take about 15 pillows off to get in your bed. There's a limit, maybe about two, maybe three. That's about it really at the most. I mean, if you've got a wall that feels bare, um, hang a large print to break it up, um, the barn expanse really. You know, do a large print, you know, something that's nice. Something that's uh, inviting, just to, just so it doesn't look so clinical. Or try the hotelier's hack of painting the wall behind the bed in a rich, velvety tone and an elevated boutique for an elevated boutique experience. Um, a, you know, a fabric laundry ham uh, laundry hamper can swallow any wayward clothing. So you know, hamper a wee basket in the corner, uh, while the living room uh, trick of soft tone light bulbs for your bedside lamps will melt your heart for anyone coming into view. Any top tips for bedrooms, guys? One of the ones, but having moved five years ago and having staged a house for selling it, um, we bought a lot of prints because there was a lot of rooms. I, and most of those are now in our attic because they don't suit our new house. So 
be careful with what you buy and make sure that you can use it again or it's a waste of money <laughs> yeah that's fair you know yourself jimmy what you're thinking about bedrooms how should they be laid out should there be anything that you know it should stand out or or you know bed covers for one well, uh, this is going to set, may sound stupid to some people, but I've been to houses, obviously pre-COVID, where I've had to make the bed for the client before the people, before the viewers turn up. So just make sure your uh, bed's you, Listen, your, like your pants lined on the floor and your tights lined on the floor isn't an attractive look. So, yeah. you know, just, you know, put them away somewhere. That's what the laundry basket's for. Or put them in a cupboard or hide them somewhere. You know that's the reality, and and you know if you, if you've got a whole lot of stuff under your bed, think you know think about um you know is it is it protruding out? Can you push it in a bit further? Can you cover it up? You know these are all the things that just give that first impression when somebody walks into the bedroom. Uh, bed covers are a key thing for me. You know uh, have a really good you know a good quality. Just go out and buy something for twenty quid out of Argos and put another a, another cover on your duvet. Yeah, I, would agree. I think one of my pet hates. Um, is seeing a double bed pushed right up into the corner, which obviously shows that there's not enough room in the bedroom. I mean, you can just imagine somebody having to clamber over somebody else to get to their side of the bed. It just doesn't, just, I don't know, it just spells all the wrong things out for me for a room. Yeah, Phil says, uh, make sure the bedroom boys are away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> I think that's oh, one oh, for the oh, floor. <laughs> oh dear. Jimmy's still not of an age, maybe, that he understands. No. <laughs> <laughs> I had that one in someone's house. Um, the other day when I walked in, they said, "Oh, are you Jimmy?" And I said, "Yeah." And she goes, "Oh, I thought I was speaking to to an adult when I was on the phone." <laughs> <laughs> and that's when you come to the door, and the boy goes, hey, "Is your daddy in, son?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had that. Somebody uh, said, "Is the house owner in?" Is your mummy in? And I said, "I am the mummy." <laughs> <laughs> well, that was that was strange because then the next person I was out to. He goes, how old are you, Jimmy? I said, how old do you think I am? He said, he went and said 37. I thought, God, I'm 2027. 20, and the other late, the other person said I was <laughs> like I was about 10. So, yeah. yeah. So, so, you know, that's kind of the bedroom top tips covered now. You know, clean and tidy, uh, proper new bed covers. Just invest in a new duvet cover and a new pillow covers. That's all you need to do. Um, again, nice well. I, again, I air fresheners behind the behind the yeah. doors, stick them behind the doors or behind the curtains so nobody sees them. Just you know, the gel ones, just peel it off, stick it behind. Temporary measure, seventy-five pence for three at home bargains. It's all right. I've not got shares in home bargains. <laughs> Other shops are available. <laughs> Other shops are available on request. <laughs> so outstanding outdoors is also the next one. Even if you're staying inside for as much as winter as you can, it doesn't mean your garden or balcony can't look beautiful and inviting that's probably key as well lighting is essential your viewers need to see what's out there so they can fall in love with it i mean that's it you know often people are going oh, i tell you what i'll send you around at six o'clock at night when it's pitch black they're never going to see the garden yeah uh, that's not the to send them around to do a viewing yeah it's not just the garden as well it's what's beyond the garden fence there might be a you know a great big ugly building that 
you know, they can't see. And I tell you what, though, there might be a beautiful country country view. You know, that's really mm -hmm. what it comes down to. Yeah. You know, I was at a property yesterday in Lucas, and she was, and she walked it. We walked into the kitchen. It was an extension. It is gorgeous. And then she had this oblong panoramic window. It actually looked right over the countryside towards Tensmere Forest. And I thought, I want to stay here. And I thought that's what everybody else is going to think straight away. And it was it was finished at such a high standard. I thought I could I could break the price barrier on this one. I could actually create a new price barrier for these types of properties in this area. I'll probably blow everybody out the water with this one. And um, so, you know, that's the if I see that, what is everybody else going to see? Really, that's what it comes down to. So these are all things and um, why you would do viewings during the day if you've got things like that to show off. You know, why on earth would you send somebody around on a dingy day? I'm away to do a pre-launch in St. Moan's today, and the sun is shining, and the skies are blue. Three yeah. days ago, when I was due to do it, it was pouring and raining, and it was misty. So I just phoned them up and says, I'm no, no, I'm not coming around today. I'm, there's no way I'm doing a pre-launch and showing people, you know, on a, on a sunny or on a rainy or a misty day. I want people to understand, because you get out of this back garden, and you actually see the harbour, and you see the fourth, and it's uninterrupted views, right over to the Pentland Hills and over to Edinburgh. And it's like you never see that on the, on that day, and that's what that's why people will fall in love with that house. That's my promotion for George Terrace, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Available soon this afternoon on my pre-launch. Um, so, uh, lighting essentials, as I said, if you've got uh, if you've got covered deck or patio on your furniture, won't get battered by the elements. Leave your table and chairs on display. And um, also, as well, if you've got decking which is all mouldy after the winter season, then just give it a quick clean. You know, just scrub it down with a, you know, with, with a brush and soapy water. Or you can, if you've got one of these power hoses, just power power hose it, clean it. You know, and give it, a, you know, you might struggle to give it a quick lick of paint now, but even just cleaning it will make a fundamental difference. Because often somebody will walk out the back door as well, and they might actually slip. And it gives them the wrong impression. Yeah. It immediately tells them, this isn't safe. So again, that's another thing which will actually resonate with people. The next best option as well to, is to store them away, your furniture in the shed, um, with uh, furniture covers coming in third as the final resort if you have to. While they are uh, supremely practical, they're really a stylish accessory furniture covers. You know, so, you know, checking a furniture cover over isn't actually fantastic. If you can leave your furniture out and it looks beautiful in the day, great. Um, if you can store them away, probably even better. Uh, but you can still buy... Colourful winter flowers like uh, pansies from the garden centres uh, are already in bloom, remember. And they look far better in your pots than dead leaves or desolate soil. That's really what it comes down to. Other top tips, guys, for outside, at the back? I think I was at one house that, you know, when we went round to do the, the description and things, and the approach to the house, its own garden and front entrance were okay, but the neighbouring gardens were an absolute dive and I thought, oh, I feel so sorry for this person that, you know, that if possible, get your neighbours to put a little bit of effort or even offer to help remove maybe old scooters and, um, you know, children's toys, broken buckets and things from, from around about. Yeah, effectively. Jimmy, what about yourself? Um, what I would say is, um, I was around at a, well, a property. Um, it was quite an overlooked garden, but to make to make it feel private, they had actually put like bamboo going around the fencing, so no one could actually see into the garden. So they could have their tables there, and it would be no one would ever be looking in. Yeah. So yeah. that's a really nice effect. The, the reed effect, the reed. Yeah. 
um, bamboo yeah, exactly. sort of right round, all the way around, and and it just takes away that because some a lot of people's fencing is actually run down, it's weathered over the years because it's designed to do that. It's sprayed with a chemical, so a lot of people don't actually paint it as a result. But but often that bamboo um, surrounding right round actually gives that that um, I would say that Mediterranean feel when you're out your back garden. Because yeah, yeah, right. they are these senses. Um, I don't know what they called, but. Um, you put them in a little water thing and it goes up and you light it. Aye, we scent candles that you get yeah, and it just and smells. It and they had that in the back garden and it was, yeah, it was great actually. Everybody so, could smell it and comment on it. And it makes a fundamental difference. And just weed your back garden, even even raking in new stone chips into existing stone chipping, a small amount from the B&Q or something like that, um, will actually make a fundamental difference to freshen up your stone chips. Um, even even things like, uh, you know, as you said, Andrea, your lawn, make sure your lawn is clean and tidy if you've got pets um, mm -hmm. and make sure people can actually walk around it. Um, just clean that up and then spray it down with a hose to get to get rid of the, the residue there so people can actually walk around. I mean, there's nothing more uncomfortable than walking through a back garden full of dog poo. You know, that's the reality because you sit and focus on the dog poo all the time as a viewer and yeah. therefore or um, it takes you and completely distracts you from, from actually the house itself. Again, it's another distraction. Yeah, another thing for people to say, no, you're just giving, all you're doing is when you're doing all these things, you're, just, you're giving people ammunition to say no. What you need to do is give them all the reasons to say yes. The other all thing right. I thought of there was um, make sure your windows are clean. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Clean windows all the time. There's nothing more unattractive than walking around and, and you go, look at that wonderful view, and they look at the window and they think, gee, look at the colour, look at the state of these windows. It's you know, that again, it's another thing for people to turn them off. You don't you don't want to do that. And um, you want to give people every reason to say yes. Uh, and and kind of that, I mean, that's it, top tips for today. I mean, we've put the whole article we've discussed just now on this post. So, and if you if you want, if, if anybody's watching this in the replay later on, then feel free to ask questions. We're still available to give answers for that. We're more than happy to do that. Um, and if there's more questions, then we could probably run a show next time on it. So can you see how easy it is to create the warmest and welcome of welcomes and a delightful viewing experience for anyone coming to view? Within a few minutes of online ordering, you can have your home looking and feeling like an irresistible place to hide away when it's cold and bleak outside. It's just that initial feeling of warmth when you come in the door. So that's it, guys. I mean, you know, that's it for today. Um, uh, you know, final roundup, Andrea. Quick top tip. Ooh, Best thing this so yep. far. If you're going to do it, do it. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy? Um, I would say, obviously tidy up and get all your rooms looking at as best uh, as you can but i would say you get your future room or your most sell your selling point of your house make sure pay extra attention to your to that room or that or the garden whatever one it is pay extra attention to that room yeah i, I absolutely agree don't give anybody a reason to say no i'm going to leave the final word with phil um, make sure your bedroom toys are away <laughs> <laughs> thanks for that phil I'll remember that all day. And and see yeah. you next week, guys, for the next uh, instalment of the Fight Property Show at 9.30 every Saturday. See you later, guys. Thanks, Andrea. Thanks, Jimmy. Bye. Cheers, guys.